0: And welcome, how the bloody hell are you guys going mate? I'm, uh, I'm not too bad on this fine Sunday afternoon Welcome to episode number 158 of the Average Man Podcast And I am fresh out of watching UFC 291 UFC 291 which was um, Justin Gaethje versus Dustin Poirier for the, uh, the BMF belt The baddest motherfucker in the UFC belt Which is something I've only done once before and the cat that won it last time, Jorge Masvidal, he retired. So they, they put the belt on the line again. So it wasn't for a title fight as such. Um, or it wasn't for a division champion as such. It was for the BMF title, which was, was pretty cool, man, because these two cats are bad motherfuckers. They, uh, they bring the violence. They bring the action every single time. They fought before. It was an epic battle, and they fought again this time. And um, it was actually it was shaping up to be an epic battle, and then it ended up being a second-round head kick knockout. For Justin Gaethje um, taking Poirier out, who who won the first exchange between the two of the guys, the tur- the first fight. So he got the belt strapped on him, um, which was pretty cool. the 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 co-main event was uh, Jan Blackowitz versus. Um, Uh, Alex Pereira, it's Pereira's first fight up at light heavyweight He beat Israel Adesanya for the middleweight belt And then got knocked out in the rematch And he's actually too big for middleweight So he's gone up to light heavyweight And won the fight Proved he can hang with the top 5 division at light heavyweight Which was pretty cool, exciting for that division Uh, Then we had Derek Lewis, the black beast at heavyweight Knocked out some rando dude in like um, 33 seconds Flying knee and then just ground and pounded this poor dude into oblivion and then classic, typical Derek Lewis style, Took his pants off on stage and said a bunch of wild shit. Had the crowd howling and Joe Rogan howling with laughter as well. Um, that was good fun, good good quality fun. And then there was a couple of uh, – there was so it was supposed to be a really good fight between Wonderboy and uh, Michelle Pejera, but um, one cat missed weight and, and um, Pehera missed weight and, and Wonderboy pulled out of the fight. So that got pulled off the card on Friday. And instead – or yesterday – and instead, um, yeah, we had – Tony Ferguson versus Bobby Green, which was pretty shit. T Ferg is just too old, got beat up for three rounds and then submitted in the last 10 seconds. And Michael Chiesa made his return against Kevin Holland, and he got submitted in the first round as well. So there was a heap of finishes. I think they said only two fights went to a decision, which was the co-main event and some other fight further down the card. So a violent night um, on the old UFC, which was pretty cool. Um, I love it, man. I do love it. Love me a bit of violence On a Sunday afternoon When I'm not involved in And other people Are the ones partaking In the violence And I just get to sit back And watch it Bloody love it um, That was cool man We uh, also went to the Heady for dinner last night With some friends of ours Did A bit of a double date Which was Which was nice Went down there, had a feed and some drinks and then walked home and, and had a bit of a fire pit around my house. It's still just cool enough for a fire pit. It's not cold outside, but cool enough to sit around a fire, which was good. And, and we pulled the pin at about 10.30 or something as well. So got a decent sleep last night and woke up feeling pretty good today, which I was uh, bloody well happy about, mate. Um, yeah, I, I mentioned on, uh, on Instagram during the week that I'm not drinking during the week at the moment. I uh, mentioned it on Friday night, I think, because I was having my first beer for the week, and that's working out pretty good for me. Just wasn't sleeping properly, man. Hey, like, I get my best sleep between like nine nine p.m. and twelve or one a, one a.m. or something like that, and um, I started waking up during that time frame, and then having dry mouth, and then would just wake up four or five times a night, and struggled to get back to sleep, and it just wasn't working out for me, Hey So. Canned the drinks um, during the week for the last couple of weeks, and the way I felt, um, definitely going to continue down that course for a bit because um, it seems to be working out for me. I felt a whole lot better this week. Excuse me, just having a drink. So yeah, which was good, man. Um, next weekend we're getting out of town, going to to Karajini for the for the weekend. Uh, which oh, we haven't been, I think I, t- I mentioned this on the podcast last week Haven't been for 10 years at least um, The kids have never been So that's going to be a good one I hope we get good weather out there and, um, You know, it's, it's warm enough to warm enough to swim But not hot in the evenings We'll be off grid So we won't really want to be pumping air con Or anything while we're out there So I hope we get good weather for that Uh, And I've got a couple of things to sort out on the canopy this week as well, because I did go camping last weekend, and and I wasn't getting the right charge back into my battery um, through the DC charger, and doing a bit of um, troubleshooting this week, and I'm going to have to close the caravan door, the kids are, yeah, I'm going to have to close the caravan door, wait a second. Righto, I'm back Tell you what, it's not ideal This caravan set up in summer Because it gets bloody hot in this van Like when it's not hot inside It's hot in the van And the aircon's right above me And it's super noisy So I can't have it on When I'm doing the podcast So you can just hear In the background So I don't have to get the aircon pumping For like 10-20 minutes before I start And then like Try and cruise through the podcast With some cool air in the van And I've opened the the door right now. I get a bit of a breeze from outside in here, and you know now I can hear my family in the background running amok. Anyway, so yeah, the key, the DC charger I was having troubles with it, so I started doing some problem shooting, problem shooting, problem solving, troubleshooting, and I noticed A discolored little bit of uh, like a sticker on top of the fuse box for my DC charger. So I opened that up, and the fuse hadn't blown, but the whole fuse fuse housing had melted. At the connection point point, I was like Oh damn That's not good So I haven't been getting The right draw Through my DC charger And for some reason It had a meltdown And lucky it didn't get Any worse And start a fire In the, in the canopy But yeah That fuse didn't blow And we um, got super hot and, and ruined the fuse holder So I've got a new one Of those ordered And um, Hopefully I'll get that This week And I can fix that up Before we go away even though I've got the van, I just want to have the car- I just want to have the canopy all, all working, all smick, and, and all up to standard. And I also had to concede after last week's camping trip that even though I've got the solar and the induction cooker and the two hundred amp hour lithium battery in the canopy, it's it chews a lot of juice just cooking on that solely. I have conceded that I need a little gas cooker. As well, I'm just going to get one of the little 1.25 kilo gas bottles with the screw on burner that goes on the top of it, and then just hit a pan straight on that. That'll do that. Like, all I need to do is cook meat in it. If we're going away and just the car, just the canopy with the swags, I just need to fry up, you know, sausages and steaks and stuff um, on direct flame like that, which would be pretty easy and it'll tuck away in the canopy nicely. So I've conceded that I, I do need uh, a gas bottle, a small gas bottle, and a burner. I can't what work solely off. The induction cooker and the battery Because it just chews so much juice man um, But yeah So I'm looking forward to that next week gonna Get out and give the van a test Haven't taken it out for since April So for a few months And I'm hoping that the, the water pump And the water heater And the water f- One way return valve Is all uh, working Because we had some trouble with that uh, the end of last trip, so we'll watch this space. Hopefully that that works out for me, for us when we go away this weekend. What else? I got a new phone this week because I my I dropped mine and smashed the screen. But the actual main problem was that the speaker was just cactus on it. It just was all. The bottom speaker had been cactus for ages, so when you listen to things on speakerphone or if you played music out of it or whatever, it was real distorted and blurry. And then just over the course of the last week, the, the, the top speaker that goes against your ear sh- at itself as well, so I couldn't hear people properly when I was talking. So I got a new phone. Um, looks exactly like the old phone. It's a 14. The old one was a 12. They look exactly the bloody same, um, except the two volume buttons and the, like, the screen lock button on the opposite side are about five mil lower than on the iPhone 12. So even though everything else is the same size and it all works the same, you can't use the same case you had for your 12 because the, the speed uh, the, the the volume and the, the screen lock button are in a different spot slightly so annoying. That was definitely done deliberately for some reason. But um yeah, yeah. So I had to clean the old phone off and it's a funny one, like you're handing back your phone um after you've used it for for you know two and a half years I had that phone. It's like you gotta be a hundred percent percent sure you've cleared everything off at factories reset it and that when you give that phone back to someone else, there's not gonna be any of your information, your data, your history uh, on that phone, which, you know, it's kind of terrifying, man. It's like it's it's yeah, it's it's like um you know, when you – like, we've got so much shit on our phones. Everything's on there. Yeah, banking, you're, you know, your internet banking, all your passwords, photos of you, your family, perhaps, you know, private photos. Um, I've got, like, notes and, and, and shit written on mine, like, just all sorts of shit, your whole internet browser history, you know, like, it's such a funny feeling. Like, do you know when someone – like, when you show, show somebody your phone and they, like, they like, oh yeah, here. Gra- I'll show you, and they grab your phone out of your hand, and they like start scrolling through your phone, and you're sitting next to them, just sweating. That's one of the worst feelings, eh? It's that's one of the worst feelings a modern day human can experience. It's terrifying. You've got, you've got my phone unlocked in your hand, just scrolling willy nilly through it. Who knows what the hell you're going to come across? Um, it's it's like. The shit we keep on our phones, man, it's like a little window into my soul and you've now got it unlocked in your hand and you're scrolling through. It's like, oh, man, I don't fucking feel comfortable about it. This is fucking terrifying. If they're going to click on my photos and there's a photo in there I don't want them to see or or who knows? I don't know. I don't know. It's not like I've got anything to to hide as such, but it's just like – such a private thing your phone is with you all the time you, you, you use it multiple times you know for hours and hours and hours and during the day and then all of a sudden someone else has their little greasy mitts on it and is swiping through your shit it's like man fuck me this is uh Uncomfortable You know what I mean You know what I mean If someone's ever done that You grabbed your phone And just started swiping through You're like Oh fuck me I hope there's something on there They don't find something on there That I don't want them to see So I had to make sure I super Super 100% cleared it Before we Before we fucking gave that Bloody thing back Little Little Window into my soul You know The old iPhone Fucking hell Shit's crazy You know uh, You know what else is crazy <laughs> Should I do it Should I go down this pathway Maybe why not? Why not? It's just jokes, right? It's just jokes. You guys know. What else is crazy? Fucking women, bloody women, men. Like, if you're a male, who the hell? Or if you're a straight male that's 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 in a relationship with a woman, who the bloody hell understands women? You know? And I can imagine there's some dude out there listening to this. You know, sitting there with their girlfriend or their wife. They're like, yeah, I do. I, I do. I understand women. Uh, uh, okay, man. All right. Okay, fucking whatever, man. You understand your wife? You understand your wife? Yeah, yeah. You fucking sicken me. You disgust me. Yeah. You married your best friend, did you? Huh? You guys are soulmates and you finish each other's sentences. Hey, fucking weird cunt. Your wife's supposed to be your polar opposite, mate. She's supposed to. To balance you and and challenge you and motivate you and and make sure you don't have too much fucking fun, you <laughs> you're not supposed to be one in the same person. It doesn't it doesn't work like that. You know you you should be you should be angry or confused at least half of the time that you're with her. That's when you know that's that's when you know it's working, mate. That's what makes it exciting. You know, you fucking understand your wife. Relationship doesn't work like that, mate. Blokes like that. You know, oh, I understand my wife, she's, she's, she's my soul mate We finish each other's sentences, you know <laughs> Those fucking dudes Looks like, like that, the type of the dudes that will just hang out with their missus and her friends When they're over the house Just sit there chatting away to the whole group, you know Make all the girls a drink, maybe some scones You know, they'll go to all the birthday parties together holding hands Fucking disgusting, mate It's disgusting, yeah The type of person that will go out to lunch with their boss that's the same type of person, mate. It's just it's inappropriate behaviour. It's, you know, it's fucking odd. You're out for dinner with your fucking doctor, you know, you fucking animal. What the fuck's wrong with you? What You're out there chatting to the mailman when he drops your Amazon package off too, huh? Are you? You fucking doing that, man? Do you, know, you understand the boundaries of relationships. Like, not every person that offers you a service in life needs to be, you know... Um, uh, emotionally attached to you and, and specifically attached to you. you know, do you get teary when it's time to get out of the Uber? Huh? Eh? Do you linger at the bar after you've ordered your, your, your drinks or after you've been given your drinks just to see the bartender smile for a few moments longer? Fuck, I know your type, mate. You're the type, type who makes eye contact with the self-serve checkout chick, you know, who's actually like a 42-year-old Asian lady, when you ask for help because the machine said you need assistance. You're the type who's asking the guy at the bottle shop for advice on what wine to buy too, aren't you? Having a full chat about it, huh? Yeah. And you're actually valuing the cunt's opinion too, I bet. Yeah, I know you're a fucking type, mate. What about the Macca's drive through? Hmm? You're checking on the, the kid at the second window, asking how their day is? I mean, I can understand the kid at the first window, the one where you pay at, you know, you've, you've just formed some sort of reciprocal relationship with that person. You know, if they've got your order right, that is. You know, you chat and how is your day and you pass the money. But the person at the second window, you're a fucking psychopath if you're talking to that person. They avoided looking at you for a reason, mate. When you drove up to the window and they shoved the bag of hastily prepared junk food into your face without even turning all the way towards you, that means take your food and fuck off, cunt. Not ask me how my day is. I'm feeling social. Read the fucking room, you troglodyte. You're the type of dude who's fucking shaking hands with the trolley guy and thanking him for his service, eh? Yeah? You know you can't even speak English, right? You dumb fuck. These are these are sacred, practical relationships that we're revol- that we're involved in on a day to day basis, and you blaspheme the systems on which our culture is built upon when you flaunt these unspoken rules. You know, your wife's your best friend. You fucking creep. Some people, mate, they just need to need to understand how life works. All right, I'll admit that I I hope my wife doesn't listen to that one. She won't, I know she'll find the humour in that. <laughs> but yeah, you know what I mean, man, far out. Women, 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 they come at life from a completely different angle to us men, don't they? And it's like it's, I can't believe it. it's like a, a weird thing to say these days, you know, like that there's, that there's, Solid f- foundational fundamental differences between men and women Like that's the, the idea that that's a an unspoken or an out there idea these days Is just crazy to me man Like there's this there's just major differences between men and women It's what it's part of what makes life bloody exciting you know And um, I kind of feel like that whole pendulum's swinging a fair bit now like, back towards some sort of normalcy. Like, we've been through some crazy times, man. Um, like, with the whole transgender thing, obviously. Um, traditional roles between men and women. I think I spoke last week about, um, you know, glorified promiscuity of, of females and, um, as, like, a a new trend, social trend emerging among, like, the the younger cultures. And it's always been, like, it's always been there to an extent. Like, you have the whole sex in the city phenomenon from, like, 20 years ago where those girls were, like, empowered girls in the city, sometimes in relationships, largely single out there, you know, having, you know, having casual sex and and fling relationships and and, and using it as a... a, uh, a position of power, but that's a bit different to the way it's being portrayed today. It's it's really more like women acting more like men. It's 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 a lot more sort of yeah. I think I I mean I think I went down the rabbit hole the last week talking about like pop culture and the way the music is and the and the, and the way like you know, this all these girls on on. On Instagram, with all these uh, the OnlyFans accounts and all sorts of shit now, like there's definitely a, a a move away in 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 general society from the traditional role of 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 women being more sensitive and caring and 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 and, and interested in long term relationships and more into the whole casual sex thing at the at the same on the same kind of level as younger men typically have been. So, and again, I just I don't know I don't know how that benefits us as a culture moving forward um, if we you know it's already yeah there's already a lot of challenges for society and for culture when you got it's harder and harder for for families to raise their kids these days with the price of living because both parents typically have to work you know if not you know, a full-time job and a part-time job you know to to. Two, uh, if not two full time jobs, then at least you know quite often full time job and a part time job of some sort. You know, unless you unless you're sort of. Well-off or well-to-do, working-class people—we've you know, got to both. We've got to get double income just to survive, man. And then, good luck being able to afford a friggin uh, a home loan on on an average wage, unless you, you're coming into some money or you're saving for five or ten years for for, for your for your deposit. Which is, is just incredible that that's the way life is geared right now. And this just seems like another blow from another angle to the whole institution of yeah family and, and 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 the value placed around um you know monogamous relationships and again like the whole transgender thing comes into it as well with the breaking down of male and female roles and even identity and gender roles which is just kind of crazy man and it's just weird that we obsess over such a like in the scheme of things such an unimportant thing like somebody else's identity Politics or the way they identify is it, not that important, but it's like polarizing, and it's that. I guess it comes back to that whole that whole saying, you know, um, hard times make hard men, hard men make hard times, good times make weak men, weak men make hard times, and we're definitely right now in the loop of good times making weak men, and then. Weak men, you know, bringing on hard times. And, I mean, men don't get much weaker than they are right now. Men are so weak right now that they're literally turning into women. The concept of being a man is so daunting that they're just saying, fuck it, I'll become a woman, which is fucking crazy. And I'm not, I'm not saying being a woman is easy, actually, ladies. I'm on your side here. But these men are so opposed to living a life as, as a man that they're claiming to now be women without having to do any of the hard shit that women actually do. You yeah, they're saying it's too hard to be a man. I don't belong in this body. I don't relate to the expectations imposed on me by this gender group. I'll just adopt myself into the other gender. I'll just say that I'm a woman and I'll be a woman. Yeah. I won't have to deal with any of the, the menstruation, the giving birth, the male sexual predators, or any of the other fucked up shit that women have to deal with. And I'll just claim female status, which, you know, if you're a female, that's fucked, man. They, they're hijacking your system. But talk, we'll talk about the best of both worlds, you know? And it's funny to me that no one wanted to be a woman before the women's right movement had so much success, right? Like not, not, a lot, not, a lot of, not a lot of men claimed to be women in the 1950s when you're expected to stay home, cook dinner, clean the house, and shut the fuck up. Now, was there? Is that a coincidence? Or is it just that all of a sudden things are pretty good for women in the Western world and these weak men who don't feel like they relate to the ideals of the archetypical male... Just want to settle in and harvest the fruits of being a woman in two thousand and twenty, 2023, you know? The feminists and the females should be fucking up in arms about, about this hijacking of their, their gender. Men have consistently taken what they wanted and controlled the world for as long as history can remember, and now this group of men have found another way to appropriate something that they identify with, and the wider community has just been duped into blindly supporting them and legitimising their position, which is just fucking crazy. You know, and for the record, to be very, very, very clear, I'm not talking about people who have had a lifelong battle with this gender dif- dysmorphia issue. I understand that there is those people. It's a real thing, you know, okay? And there are the rare few that cannot find peace in their own skin. The people, Those people have always existed throughout history, uh, and I feel, you know, that they really feel as though they were born in the wrong gender. I understand that. Um, and they find some sort of solitude in, in making that huge physiological switch, right? And that's not saying that I think it's healthy or it's the correct life choice either. I'm just saying it's not my business or my decision or my job to judge those people, right? If that's what they want to do, then I support their right to make that choice. But I'm talking about the the troves of people who have just piled on the last 10 years on the trend because that's what it is at this point, right? Just, just because their reality doesn't suit their current narrative. And some of these lazy pricks haven't even had the surgery or the hormone blockers or anything. They're just wearing women's clothes and claiming special treatment. Like, what the fuck? and and even even that wouldn't bother me so much if, if if people weren't going out of their way to dictate the way that we speak and think and forcing us to make special rules and concessions for their bizarre life choices you know and and that's what those choices are they're bizarre and again that fact doesn't give me almost doesn't that fact alone that it's bizarre doesn't give myself or anyone else the right to belittle them or ostracize them or humiliate or attack them but in contrast to everyday normal life, weighed up against the vast majority of of human humankind throughout history, these decisions are bizarre. They're nothing short of bizarre. And that's okay, man. It's okay, it is. But but don't force the rest of us to participate, you know? It's it's like tolerate, yes, accept, yes, include, yes, but participate. No, man, I'm good. It's not for me. It's not for my kids. You know, it's probably not for my seventy-five-year-old father either. You know, and if it was for my kids one day when they're old enough to make those kind of decisions, then we'd cross that bridge at that time. But the, but but they're prepubescent children, and this bullshit about gender and sex has nothing to do with them and their lives. You know, they need to just be left alone to be kids, not not groomed and used as tokens in the dysfunctional world of woke idealism and sick narcissistic parents and and predators disguised as mentors because they're out there, man, you know. Uh, You hear some horror stories of this grooming that's going on with with kids, man. So, I don't know, man. I don't know. Um, Went down a rabbit hole there quickly, didn't we? That one's probably going to upset a few people, mate, but, you know, I don't know. I guess it is what it is at the end of the day. I think I made it pretty clear that I don't have a problem with uh, transgender people at all. Um, If I meet you and you're a man who feels like you're a woman or vice versa and we just talk and have a normal conversation and interaction and I think you're a funny, interesting, kind person, then that's how I'll judge you on those merits and I'll treat you fucking like with respect. All I'm saying is... As a cultural narrative, um, I think it's gone way too far and the rules that have been made up and enforced and imposed on, on the rest of us in a short period of time that seem to be never-ending and always changing um, are just ridiculous because there's a difference between being intolerant and being you know, cruel to someone or to a group of people and to just not being that interested or not being that educated or, or, or finding it weird. You know, there's nothing wrong with, again, finding that weird. It's, it is weird. And that's all right. There's heaps of shit that's weird. We can say it's weird. It's not normal to be a man who now thinks you're a female, clearly, because the majority of people don't feel like that. So it's not normal. So, yeah, I don't know. And, and if we can't have conversations about it, then it's bullshit like what the fuck kind of what can you not talk about it's, this we could talk about it of course we can talk about it you got an opinion i've got an opinion everyone's got their own opinions we need to talk about them I and find the middle ground and find where the line is and i think the line's been pushed and stepped over and trodden on by by the left at this in this point at this point in time and we need to redefine where the lines are you know and how far we as the general population have to go to accommodate this kind of stuff in society. Certainly you don't have to allow them to play sports, men to play sports against women because they identify as a woman. That's a, that's a line that cannot be crossed. Um, we can't let men with, 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 with male genitalia use the same bathroom as my six-year-old daughter. You know what I mean? You can get fucked if you think you can. You can get fucked if you think that's happening. So there's lines, right? And I think without conversation, we can't find out where those lines are and who who needs to make a compromise where because the general population need to make compromises and the people in that group need to continue to make compromises. And that's how we find middle ground and and deal with the the thing. Obviously, I'm just a fucking idiot, average man, fucking just a chippy uh, from fucking Port Edeland. So don't listen to what I say. Take it what I say with a a grain of salt. But in my sphere of influence, that's how I'll be – moving forward and, and treating this issue um, in my own personal life and social life. And I don't even know how we got here. I think I was taking the piss out of women. Just have having, having a joke. Um, but yeah yeah it's a controversial point of view, I'm sure if I actually I actually don't think it is. I think I think you can take you can make that up a controversial point of view if you ignore the substance of what I actually said as a whole and just nitpick out a few phrases. And that's another problem with what happens in this conversation. People do that. They ignore the whole, they ignore the context, they ignore the the intent and the substance and they nitpick a few things and jump on people and try and cancel them. Well, guess what? I'm a fucking... On the same token, I'm just a fucking idiot, average man, chippy from Port Edelon. Don't have to listen to what I say, but I also... Can say whatever the fuck I want Because I'm just a fucking dumbass average chippy From fucking Port Hedland I can really say whatever I want It doesn't really matter So You know I'll just um, Continue to focus on Being honest And authentic And And try and be brave enough To say the things that I think and feel And hopefully People can See my point of view and, And we can come to some sort of Agreement Or Or compromise If not well, I don't know really what else to say to you um, but it's an issue that's been shoved in our faces you know, I talked to a friend the other day Whose work has just been mental about the whole thing Through the month of July, Gay, gay Pride Month So it's been forced into people's workplaces and, and, and things like that So you know, it's a conversation that's already being started I'm just using my platform here to weigh in on it a little bit So that's me That's probably all I've got to say for the day got to go get back inside and go be dad for the afternoon. So this episode's called Can't Dampen My Spirit, as brought in by the track at the beginning, and I might take us out with the second part of that track as well in just a second. So uh, Average Man Podcast, episode number 158, Can't Dampen My Spirit. I hope you guys have a bloody good uh, rest of your weekend, a good week and a good long weekend if you're a headlandite headlander next weekend I know I will do my best to and hopefully the wall, water isn't so cold that my balls shrivel up in somewhere around my belly button and um, yeah I'll try and get some footage for you while we're at while we're footage for you while we're out at Caragiini also take it easy peace um, go on my socials and follow along to peace.